Hello and welcome to this episode of Paranormal Hotline. My name's Kaylee. Wait, no. <laughs> my name's Oshin. And I'm joined by my co-host Kaylee. The aim of Paranormal Hotline is to investigate ghost stories, reports of cryptic creatures and other odd occurrences and see whether these stories are genuine or just a dead plastic bag on the road. So how are you, Kaylee? I'm all right. I'm dying, but I'm... All I'll, things I'll... considered. Yeah, the, the sickness comes for us all, it seems. Yeah, I've got COVID for anybody who's listening, but I'm fine. I'm like, I'm good. You're built different. built different. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Kaylee, you are from Ireland, as am I, and we both currently reside on this fine island also. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Do you know who or what else might live here? I'm sure you do, because we we briefly chatted about it during the week. The British. We should get rid of them. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, this is a flawless segue. The Dower Coup. Have you discussed many of... You've discussed cryptids on the podcast before, but have you discussed many of the Irish kind? We kind of more so talked about Irish mythology, like, you know, like uh, mermaids and the sirens and stuff like that. And a few witches, you know, like Biddy Early and stuff like that. Not really any cryptids. Maybe this is one to add to the list because uh, there still might be more out there and they're hungry for blood. Ooh, I like it. Can we go hunt them? I hope so. Sick. The most famous account of the Dewar Coup is from 1722. Grania or Grace Connolly was washing her clothes or herself or both on the shores of Glen. <laughs> spare the uh, sa- like spare the soap. Just wash your clothes and yourself in the one wash. Yeah, get it, it all done. It saves on time. It saves on money. It saves the environment. She's an environmental I- person. This Anya. I'm washing me and my clothes <laughs> on the shores of Glenad. Glenade. Glenade. It's like lemonade, but it's made of washer woman. <laughs> it's made of washer woman and her dirty socks. On the shores of Glenade Lake in County Leitrim, her husband, Terrace McLaughlin, who was nearby, heard her scream. When he went to go see what the trouble was, he found her dead, her body bloody and mutilated. And on Jesus. top of her was the Dower Coup asleep. The Dower Coup. The Dower Coup is said to look like an otter, but up to five times bigger. So it's about 10 or 15 feet long. Which in itself is quite scary to think about. Yeah, that's a pretty big otter. It's also been described as half wolfhound, half fish. For what? Half, it's like the wolfhound is in like the dog, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah the, the huge dogs. Is it furry? Does it have like fur? We'll get to that. So Terence sees this awful sight, the creature covered in blood over his poor dead wife. What does he do? He pulls out his knife and he charges the creature and stabs it in the heart, killing it. Ooh. So as the Darku is dying, it lets out a, out a high-pitched squeal which calls its mate who comes out of the lake and goes after Terry in what seems uh, kind of like what Terry just did for his wife. <laughs> this just reminds me of Star Wars, man. It's just like Anakin and Padme. It, it's it's a revenge-driven story. <laughs> um, it's revenge of the seal. So Terrence, get <laughs> uh, Terrence gets up on his horse and gets chased and battles the Deraku and ultimately wins and he kills that one too. So, you know, he he has a... He's after striking off too. All right, and he's What's, he's battled yeah. this thing on horseback. Well, it kind of chased him on horseback. It chased. It was as fast as his uh, horse was. He he got on. A, there, there's a horse involved in the story. There's a, several, a few different tellings of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of them, the horse dies unfortunately. No. Uh, what's interesting about this story is that in Glenade there is a stone with carvings depicting the Dewar Coup. 
Oh. Claimed to be the headstone of the grave of Grania, the woman who was killed. Yeah, rest in peace, Grania. Pieces as the case of maybe. Oh, Jesus Christ. Too soon, Oshin, too soon. There is, of course, too soon, <laughs> 1722. <laughs> There is, of course, different versions of the story, but they all have the same things going on. One account is that she didn't come home after going washing, and when she didn't show up late, he had to go looking for her. Or she didn't show up uh, when it got late, he, he went after her. Yeah. Another has him, he teams up with uh, Gronya's brother for the final battle, and they both kind of went out on horses. Oh, they both went out and, and killed the uh, Dower coup? Yeah, because the Dower coup was short by comparison to them on horses sort of thing, so they were a bit safer. Yeah. <laughs> Did they prepare now, for like a battle just, on a horse? Like, were they? Did they get like spears and stuff, or were they just like swinging their arms I think down? It, it, I think in that story, it was it, it was spears. They they speared it. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. On, off the horse, because otherwise they're just like trampling mm. it with a horse. The, I don't think that really works. Well, that that's what I would pick if I was going monster hunting first. Just a, a horse? Oh, like, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were picking a horse as your weapon. <laughs> hey, I mean, you see horses like trampling snakes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's yeah, animal cruelty. Throw this out there. Sorry. sorry, go on. Oh, it's de- definitely animal cruelty fighting a cryptid with a horse. <laughs> it's cruel on someone. I'm throwing this out there now. Is that really what happened in 1722? Yeah. Get CSI Leitrim on the case. What? Because what if it was a cover-up for murder? Ah. I'm just saying it's an option. I'm not pointing any major fi- fingers. Right, right, what right. What if Terence was what in fact the killer here? What if the Dower killed here? its wife? And Oh, wait, you mean you think Terence is the killer? Potentially. Okay, okay. So what if he was? what if he killed his wife? and fabricated the account of the altercation with the Derekus to cover his tracks. Right, but would there not be a body that was, like, ripped to bits? He could have been a very angry man. Would there not be a dead body of the Derekus if he said he killed it, too? <laughs> I just put Listen a massive here, hole in your story there. <laughs> <laughs> You're blowing holes in me, funny story. I killed it, but then the body disappeared. <laughs> Actually, I killed two of them. Well, who knows? <laughs> Back into the lake with them. Not, not 100% sure. Yeah... He was in the area, he was the only witness, and he was armed at the time. Yeah. Now, Glenade Lake, Osgeilge, in Irish, yeah. is Loch Gion Ada, which literally means Lake of the Glen of Jealousy. Ooh. So I'm wondering, like, maybe there's a vibe in the area. Was this a murder featuring many broken hearts? Did Terence find his Gronya, his wife, having an affair with a Dorku, and in re- jealous rage murder them both? Probably not, but who really knows? <laughs> I don't know much about the Daraku, but like, there's a lot of Irish mythology where things change shape. So do you think the Daraku could turn into a person? Because that happens very often. Potentially, yeah. So she was having an affair with the Daraku, and then the, the, each of their partners found out, and that's why the other Daraku came out of the lake, and... <laughs> Her wife, her, her husband. Yeah, appeared. It, it, it's a, it's a, it's a proper like you know people's court yeah, sort it's of situation. Yeah, kind of like Jerry there. Springer, but <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> mythological. Mm. That'd be sick, so man. I'd watch that... the shit out of that. <laughs> He's got the chair. Wait, no, that's wrestling. Um, <laughs> what? So, <laughs> I mean, you're not far off, like. <laughs> so I mean, that's only one account of Derekus. So, the earliest written account of a Deraku was written by Roderick Lofarity. Wait, that's not even the earliest account? There's more? No. Oh. Yes, so in 1684 uh, there's a book written by Roderick O'Flaherty called A Choreographical Description of West Connacht. <laughs> wow. Uh, and now, now Connacht is uh, for people that are not uh, familiar with Ireland, it is in the west uh, and kind of north. Yeah, I mean like the thing people forget as well is like 
before America was discovered, the west of Ireland was like the edge of the world. It was so hard to get to and it was just nobody really knew what the fuck was happening there. So in this book, he he mentions it uh, and at one point he calls it an Irish crocodile. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, just in, in the kind of the style of his writing and, you know, it, it's uh, archaic writing sort of stuff because it's in the 1600s. Um, but he gives an account of where it attacked a man who was on land. Uh, so the man thought it was an otter when it was swimming, but it grabbed him by the elbow and dragged him into the water. Not the elbow. <laughs> Not the elbow. Uh, yeah, elbow pinned and dragged into the water. So the man only, he was holding onto a, grabbing onto a rock, uh, getting pulled, uh, but he, he escaped by stabbing the Deraku once again with a knife. Man, how many, these people uh, just walk around with knives like all the time? Yeah, I mean... I rarely have a knife on me, and when I do, I'd never think to grab when, it. When the Deraku were... dragging me by the elbow. The, yeah, well, I mean, the Deraku were around all the time, it seems. Uh, so, now, that didn't kill it, it just scared it away. Roderick gives a description of it, likening to it to the size of a greyhound. Oh. And saying that it has a black, slimy skin and no hair. So it's uh, greyhound-sized. What is that... Five times the size of a normal otter, or is this description smaller than the other one? This about the same. Wouldn't be like the other one. It's, it's kind of in different dimensions. You know, the first one could have been quite long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like like a long otter sort of thing. I, um, I do like the description of the Irish crocodile. That's just great. Yeah. <laughs> How dare it steal crocodile. my mother-in-law's um, name? <laughs> <laughs> So, the entry also gives another tale. Old men acquainted with the lake do tell there is a beast in it, and that a stout fellow with a wolf dog, along with him, met the like there once. Which, after a long struggling, went away in spite of the man and dog, and was a long time after found rotten in a rocky cave of the lake as the water decreased. The like, they say, is seen in other lakes of Ireland. So, that's a bit interesting there, because... Again, it's out attacking people. Yeah. This guy had a dog with him and he still got attacked. <laughs> What's the dog going to do? And then... What did the dog do? Well, <laughs> well, I, I think they must have wounded it because it kind of went off and then they found it sometime later it it after it after had died. in a cave. In its cave. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Damn, now I want to go find it. Damn. And it's it's in other lakes as well, yeah? Yes. Sick. So that's that's what's kind of interesting there is that it seems to be inhabiting the lakes across Ireland. Ooh, yes. Yeah. yeah. See, this is going good places. It sounds like then, a, like a really large pike is after breeding with a, an otter <laughs> or something. That's what I'm picturing. Another report was recorded by the Journal of the Royal Society of An- Antiquaries of Ireland Ooh. by Miss Walkington, Ooh. who described it as being Miss. half wolf dog. And half fish. Okay, so this is another description of it saying it's half wolf dog, half fish thing, right? No, that's that's the one referred to above. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's the one, one I said okay, earlier. Cool. This is where it comes from. Ah, right, right, right. So this was then replied to a few months later uh, in the journal uh, by Mr. H. Chichester Hart, uh, who said he had heard rumors about a gruesome creature called the Dorku, uh, said to be king of all lakes and father of all otters. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> King of all lakes everywhere? <laughs> or just in Ireland? I, I'm thinking just in Ireland, but I mean... Or even just Connacht. It, it could be all... 
There's another sea monster yeah, so down in Munster that just... <laughs> they just <laughs> war with each other. They feud, yeah. yeah. So the name Deraku, it's obviously Irish. Yeah. And it's obviously a reference to Pokemon, right? Like Pikachu, Deraku. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hmm... Let's have a look. So, <laughs> it's something's written as Duragu or Duragu or... What did you call me? Duyarku. <laughs> Hang on now. <laughs> nothing, nothing. So, whatever you're having yourself with the name sort of thing. Um, but in Irish, it, it's the ancient word for otter. Oh, okay. But it's interesting when you take it apart because uh, Dower is an old, old word for water. Oh, okay. Because now, now it's Ishka. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And Ku, Ku is hound like Kukulun. Uh, yeah, and you can see there's similarities with like the uh, the well like the root languages. So like Welsh also has a word for water that's similar to Dower. So nowadays the word for otter is different to this, probably to not, so we don't get mixed up. And also because it's more uh, up to date wor- uh, word for water is Madra Ishka, which you know is that what it is? Madra Ishka. Water dog. Just means yeah, water that, that's dog. An otter. Yeah. What's up with that? Everything's just dog in Irish. I mean, we have Madra Rua, which yeah, means yeah, so red dog, and that's a fox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, water dog kind of checks out. There is a carnivorous joint otter, and that's that's like a thing. Oh. There is joint otters. It's a platypus, right? Um, well, platypus are, are strange <laughs> in and of themselves, Platypus aren't are they? pretty much a confirmed cryptid. I mean, like, they just don't make oh, any definitely, sense. definitely. There's little toxic beaked duck thingies <laughs> and they lay eggs. You know they glow under UV light. Do they? <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. But it's cool to know that. I, you know what's even... Yeah, they grow... Glue, grow uh, they glow like this green-blue, like the exact colour of Perry the platypus. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring my UV lamp so, with me next time I go to the... <laughs> <laughs> Aquarium? I don't know where they keep platypuses. Yeah, I don't know. They're bizarre creatures. What if the Dower Coo glows? What um, if we shine a UV lamp into the lake? Will we find the Dower Coo? Maybe that's the secret We need to, to put it. this on a list of how to find cryptids. The carnivorous giant otter has also attacked people in the past. Is this, this is actually real then, yeah? I'm not sure. <laughs> They're not really in Ireland. There's no giant otters in Ireland. But were they like a but thing? We do have, we, they're a thing. They're a real oh, thing. Oh, shit. They, they exist today. Really? How big uh, are they? Yeah, yeah. How big is giant? It, the, they're, they're South American. Right, but how giant are we talking? Uh, you know, 1.7 meters. Okay, so they're pretty big. Yeah, 5.6, so like average adult. This is where it gets a bit legendary uh, and as a result kind of cool. I can make a cool connection maybe. So, like most things in Ireland, there's the Catholic Church trying to give their two cents on the matter. Right. The Deraku has not been spared, but... uh. At the very least, this comes... We, we can link it, potentially, to Nessie. I'm excited. I'm really excited. The, the, the story goes, the legend goes, uh, in the 6th century, noted legend, warrior monk, and missionary St. Columba, uh, Irish monk, uh, written down a, a, a fair bit, so he was probably a fellow. Uh, he's one of the pa- three patron saints of Ireland. He was off doing his missionary thing, uh, easy now, in Scotland, or what is now Scotland. Story goes, he was staying uh, next near the mouth of the River Ness. The uh, River Ness, as we all know, that ends up the River Ness. The yes, the very same. <laughs> so he comes across a man who is getting attacked by your friend and mine, uh, the uh, River Ness monster. He was being attacked by the Loch Ness monster. 
Yeah, some guy, yeah. So, yeah. What year was this again? This is in the 6th century. Jesus Christ, AD. that's really early. Columba does his uh, his thing. He makes the sign of the cross and he banishes Nessie to Loch Ness. He did not use Catholicism. <laughs> Banish the Loch Ness And saves the monster. man from being eaten. <laughs> oh, that's great. And, and so it's said that the Dewarku are actually like the offspring are the undeveloped are uh, young Nessies or they're like a spin-off creature okay. who have come to inhabit the lakes of Ireland to take revenge on the Irish and avenge Nessie what? <laughs> yeah. that doesn't make any sense <laughs> but like I assume if there is a Loch Ness monster right it's not like some sort of spiritual demon it's like it's a flesh no, and blood no, it's monster, like, you know? It's skin and bones. And this guy just, like, yeah, banishes it with... The, that's like if, if you're getting attacked by a bear and you were like, the power of Christ <laughs> compels you. Like, it's gonna do shit all because it's a fucking bear and it has no concept of religion. <laughs> this is... You this know is what? kind of the early sort of Irish Christianity where there is kind of that faint sort of degree of legend yeah, there is. still What's creeping in that? there. <laughs> like, fucking St. Patrick was going around doing magic all over the place. He's a fucking wizard. Yeah, so it, it, it's kind of like that. So, I I don't know. He, he is also a warrior monk. Like, there's been, there's, <laughs> oh, he's sorry, involved he's in two battles, classes. you know? He's D&D yeah, character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's multi-class. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of Glenad Lake, or Glenad Luck, whatever it was called. The lake that the Dowerku was in. And it kind of looks mm. like the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> it's like in the shape well, of a I- monster, man. All of the interpretations, all the pictures I've seen out there of uh, the Deraku, I love them. Uh, he he's he's like both repul- like can be repulsive, but at the same time, just it's one of those things, you know, where something is so hideous, it's it's cute. <laughs> is that what your ma said? There's some great ones. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's what was said. Yeah, mm, mm. have a great face for podcasts. They said. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so. I went looking for explanations of what this creature could be. So we've said already maybe a degree of joint otter or or an undeveloped Nessie. Uh, Yeah, that's somehow via lakes (laughs) travelled over to Ireland to avenge an actual Nessie. Tunnels, hollow earth, tunnels. Um, So, but it is quite well established in Irish lore as a thing, I found. So there's multiple accounts of this thing. Oh, that's cool. And they're from a few different places. So uh, then I was reading an article from uh, 2017, uh, one of the newspapers had it, about how scientists had discovered an ancient ancestor of the otter. They found some skull fossils in China and they reconstructed them. And it's a joint otter type thing. Oh, sick, man. I'm picturing like, the, you know, the gorilla from, uh, from the Jungle Book, the Willem Dafoe one. So like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the king of the do that, but like Irish and an otter. They reckon it to be about 1.9 meters in length, which still isn't huge, but it's it's bigger than a giant otter, so to speak. Uh, but he appeared in the art to be quite hefty, like all their interpolations of it, uh, and weighed at least 40 kilograms, which is you know large dog situation. Uh, but they would have had looking at the the mandibles uh, and the jaw uh, skeletons they would have had a very very strong bite and they reckon it would have been like a top predator oh shit so kind of like a, like, like a crocodile that's crazy though and is there any evidence of them being in Ireland or just uh, no no 
No, no found skeletons in Ireland for that sort of thing. But I, I'm not sure if we found too many things from that sort of time anyway in Ireland. Just don't think so. We have yeah. str- we have we have strange sort of soil for bones. So, do you know that there was a recent sighting? No. How recent? Okay, so my dates might be off. I read that it was in 2000. Ooh. But then there was another article saying 2003, and then I read an article that was dated 2009, but I think it was talking about the past. Sometime <laughs> in the noughties, anyway. Okay, okay. Yeah, so Oh My Island is a little island just off uh, Connemara. And an artist, uh, who, whose name is Sean Corcoran, who, this is like small world stuff, he lives only over the road from me. Oh, that's weird. He was camping next to the lake there. Uh, there's a lake in the middle of this island. Yeah. Uh, and he heard a noise in the night. Uh, and this is his account of it was a vicious snarl right below us like a loud hiss followed immediately by a huge splash the creature if that what it was swam the width of the lake from west to east in what seemed like a matter of seconds leaving a fairly big wake whoa the creature on reaching the shore then climbed up onto a boulder and gave off I'm quoting again the most haunting screech now, that sounds like the Doraku's MO to me. The lake and the screeching. What's interesting about this here is that there's kind of extra details. So I measured it. The lake across at its shortest place, as it's, it's uh, the, the lake across at its narrowest yeah. is 215 meters. And at its widest, it's 575-ish. So if that only took seconds, that is quite a swim speed. Jesus, that's like... Supernatural. (laughs) Yeah, you. It's definitely paranormal. You would not want that chasing you. That is nightmare fuel, Uh, especially because I don't really swim. (laughs) You don't swim at all. Well, I swim very slowly. I can swim downwards quite quickly, but we try to avoid that. Uh, I can swim a bit. I've only recently learned how to float. God damn, Oshin! Come on. What do you think? Do you think Dawaku is real, or do you think it's like? Because I know with the Loch Ness Monster, because I was a huge believer in the Loch Ness Monster growing up, had tons of books on the Loch Ness Monster. But to be honest, the chances of it just being a a giant eel is becoming more and more apparent. That's probably what it is. That's probably what m- most of the sightings are for it that are like actual creature sightings. So do you think the Daraku mm. is something similar? Like it's just a phenomenally a giant eel? <laughs> or... Maybe just a really fat otter or a seal or something? Or do you think it's actually something well, like in, that we don't know what it is? The lakes are inland, so I don't think... We don't really have any inland seals. No. So I would kind of discount seal. seals. No, I think they're saltwater only, to be honest. Yeah, I think so too. Um, <laughs> there's so, there's so, freshwater dolphins, but I don't think there's freshwater seals. The thing is, I would be content in finding out that it is just huge, like large... Um, large otters, otter, uh, large aggressive otters. Yeah, like, that's that's a happy ending for me, you know. Yeah. Um, cause cause that's weird enough I- in Ireland. Yeah, no, it's pretty pretty paranormal. <laughs> I know that Ireland is really well known for its pike fishing because the pike in Ireland are just fucking huge. So if there's otters yeah, they, that are eating like these large. giant yeah. pikes, like people come from all over the world to fish the pikes in Ireland because they're that big. So, if, you know, if there's yeah. otters eating the pike like that, maybe there's just huge otters, like really aggressive yeah, otters. I, mean, <laughs> I think especially, like, if you're going to talk about, like, there being an abundance of food to for, for these, like, otters, definitely more so in the past before, 
like you know the country was yeah, farmed definitely. and and kind of the ecology uh, a bit destroyed i think we should actually go to this <laughs> lake and see if we can see anything what kind of trap would you set for a dowaku though i i don't know what do um, otters we, love? we'll need someone someone to to wash to wa oh, yeah to wash themselves uh, I'll, and I'll, get, I'll get soap and uh, yeah and i'll go <laughs> wash my clothes and then you can have a knife nearby. I'll get a UV lamp um, just in case it glows like Perry the Platypus. Yeah, yeah, that's important. I love hearing Irish mythology like this, but one that's kind of recent and there's an actual gravestone for somebody who was killed by one is just super cool. Yeah, there is like very much physical, like a degree of evidence, if you want to call it that, but there is like a physical lore to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think that guy actually just uh, murdered his wife and blamed a Daraku though? Especially if Daraku were well known back then too, you know? Yeah, well, they have been established. So, because in the timeline of things, the Irish crocodile came before that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So they were definitely in the folklore. Yeah. That's really cool. Friends, if you're enjoying the podcast, you can help it out by rating the podcast wherever you listen to it. It doesn't take long and it does go a long way to help. You can also follow us on Spotify. That helps us and it makes your life easier too. We're on Twitter where you can follow for to stay up to date and to see other spooky things that we post. That's at ParanormalHL. If you have any personal ghost stories that you'd like to hear us read on the podcast, send them in to us at ParanormalHotlinePodcast at gmail.com. Or if you have any stories that you'd like us to cover, send us an email and we'll get back to you. Uh, that's all I have for this week. If you like the podcast, suggest us to your friends and family. We'd appreciate that. Thanks for tuning in out there. We'll see you folks next week. Bye. Bye-bye.